the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Patriot is WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis. Intelligent Radio. With SRN News, I'm Michael Harrington in Washington. President Biden is suffering the lowest job approval ratings of his entire presidency. Here's White House correspondent Greg Clugston. A new poll from the Associated Press Nork Center for Public Research shows only 39% of U.S. adults approve of Joe Biden's performance as president. Notably, his approval rating among Democrats stands at 73%, a substantial drop from earlier in his presidency. Overall, only about 2 in 10 Americans say the U.S. is heading in the right direction or the economy is good, both down from a month earlier. Greg Clugston, Washington. Russia ramping up its offensive in Ukraine's eastern Donbass region to the, uh, this weekend. Airstrikes, artillery, and missile attacks on Ukrainians' industrial heartland. This is SRN News. The 30, the 20, she's really cooking. The 10, touchdown, number 1280, Tafoya. What an incredible season she's had. The Patriot has just drafted Minnesota's own Michelle Tafoya for the brand-new Sideline Sanity podcast. Her unique perspective on politics and world news is sure to hit harder than a 240-pound linebacker. Sideline Sanity debuts this Monday at am1280thepatriot.com. AM1280, The Patriot, coming to you from the Kirby and Christina Realty Studios. And we're excited to welcome Michelle Tafoya to the Salem family she's hosting a brand new podcast called sideline sanity and it debuts on monday keep a close eye on am1280 thepatriot.com for details and the debut episode your weather today mostly sunny high of 59 tomorrow partly sunny high of 63 portions of this program may have been pre-recorded the views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management Stand by for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And go launch sequence. Engineering. Go flight. Master control. Go flight. Studio engineer. Go flight. We are go for launch in T minus three, two, one. We have liftoff. The Northern Alliance Radio Network is on the air. Live and local from the AM 1280 The Patriot Studios in Egan. Here is the closer, Brad Carlson. AM twelve eighty, the Patriot. It is the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back with another edition of the broadcast. We'd like to call the closer. That's me, Brad Carlson. Thanks as always for tuning into our show. You can check out my blog at bradcarlson.org. And we are here to take your phone calls, 651-289-4488. If you'd like to weigh in via Twitter, feel free to do so. Just use hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show. Hashtag NarnShow. 
for any comments or questions. And as always, we appreciate you tuning in. And we do have our live stream up and running at our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page. So if you'd like to leave a comment or question there as well, feel free. Just go to Facebook.com. Do a search for the Northern Alliance Radio Network and give us a like or a follow if you haven't done so already. And as always, we appreciate you tuning in. It uh, feels downright fall-like out there. It's uh, on the way to the uh, studio today, and it was uh, car temperature said 53 degrees. And, uh, uh, yeah, I, I had the air, you know, the air conditioner was on by default, as it has been recently, because it's been in the 70s and 80s, you know, a week or two ago. And, ooh, yeah, I actually had to turn it off. So it's, uh, uh, but, hey, fear not, folks. Uh, it's uh, only about a week or so. We'll be back in the 70s before you know it. So uh, let not your heart be troubled. Well, I do uh, have some local issues I'd like to cover in the uh, first hour and a lot to get to on today's show today, local and nationally. But I do want to continue to talk about uh, some of the Republican Party of Minnesota statewide races, campaigns, what have you. We are uh, two and a half months away from the general or from the general election primary uh, in August. Uh, there really isn't a whole lot of mystery in the uh, in the Republican Party races. I mean, Scott Jensen is the endorsed candidate for governor. Uh, there's really no other candidate that has signaled they're going to run, run in a primary other than Rich Stanick because he completely bypassed the endorsement process altogether. So former Hennepin County uh, Sheriff Rich Stanick, I don't know that he's filed yet, but he'd probably be the only one. Uh, but I don't think that that's going to be much of an impediment to uh, Dr. Jensen becoming the official nominee for governor. But there was one race in particular we were talking about on the show last week when we did our, you know, I basically took the whole two hours last week kind of doing a recap of the Republican Party of Minnesota State Convention, which took place last weekend on uh, from uh, on Friday, May 13, and Saturday, May 14. And... I remember talking specifically about uh, the possibility that Doug Wardlow, who lost the endorsement to Jim Schultz uh, on the second ballot, that took place on uh, Friday, May 13. I was discussing the possibility that he might go to a primary and saying at that point what a mistake that was. Because he had already said publicly he was going to abide by the party endorsement. And then Friday, after losing endorsement on the second ballot, told Morning Takes Bloys Olson that he had talked to his staff and a primary was not the way forward. And uh, Bloys Olson, from his Morning Take Twitter feed, tweeted that out. This was Friday evening. Well, within within three hours after that, probably three, four hours just before midnight, All of a sudden, Doug Wardlow, from his own Twitter account, said, you know, my wife and I are prayerfully considering our next step in this campaign, so please stay tuned. Okay? And I reacted to that saying he is thinking about running in a primary, but he can't possibly think that there's a path to victory. After he lost endorsement, after he had already been the candidate in 2018 and lost to a very vulnerable candidate, Keith Ellison. I don't care that 2018 was a Democrat wave year, and I don't care that Doug Wardlow got the most candidates of any statewide Republican maybe ever. You know, none, none of that matters. 
Keith Ellison was vulnerable, and, and, and Doug Wardlow did not run a good campaign and did not have any fundraising prowess. And he was the endorsed candidate in 2018. So what makes him think that he could win a primary as the non-endorsed candidate in a Republican wave year? And keep in mind, as we talked about last week also, of the 2,100 delegates that attended the Republican convention last weekend, uh, close to 60% were first time to the process. So they you you gotta you gotta think they got in for this very reason to select the best possible candidates to win in November. At least I hope that's what they what what they had in mind. I think they did. I, I think they did well with most of the races. <clears throat> I'll 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 just leave that I'll just leave that where it is. But Jim Schultz, I believe, is the best candidate. I, I like Tad Judd and I like Jim Schultz. But Schultz emerged, and he's the rightful endorsed candidate. Well, uh, on Monday, Monday evening, when I checked my mail, I received a fundraising letter from Doug Wardlow. And it was dated May 9th, which was the Monday before the convention. So the convention, of course, started that that Friday. And Monday, May 9th, was... You know, Doug Wardlow had sent out this fundraising letter. I'm like, why is he sending out a fundraising letter when he, you know, unless he was taking for granted that he was going to be the endorsed candidate or that he felt confident he was going to be the endorsed candidate? I don't know. But I didn't read too much into it. So finally, this past Tuesday, sure enough, Doug Wardlow put out a video, YouTube video, posted on his Twitter account that he was indeed going to run in a primary and i'll just be frank that's a mistake that's a mistake he's wait he's wasting his own time he's wasting his own resources what little resources that he's going to be able to scare up which isn't much i mean far be it for me to tell someone that they're making an error if they want to fall on their face and embarrass themselves okay that's on them but the problem is is that we need to focus our energy on defeating Keith Ellison. It may sound like a broken record, but I'm going to I'm going to say it pretty much probably every Sunday until election day. This is the best opportunity the Republicans have of winning a statewide race for the first time since again 2006 when Governor Plenty was elected. I you know that's not to say that Dr. Jensen has no chance against Tim Walls. I think I absolutely think he has a chance. And we may talk about Dr. Jensen's campaign in the coming Sundays, but let's just say that he's already doing things better than his predecessor, the Republican candidate for governor, the previous couple cycles, Jeff Johnson, who God love him. I love Jeff Johnson. Uh, But there were a lot of things that he did that he just shot himself in the foot and wasted a lot of time. And that's not to say that Scott Jensen's guaranteed to, to defeat Governor Walls, but he has a chance. Uh, you know, so I'll just leave it at that. But Doug Wardlow came out, and he basically, if you watch the video, you can do it. You could do a search via YouTube. Doug Wardlow coming out and declaring that he is going to run in the primary to be the Republican candidate for Attorney General against the endorsed Jim Schultz, and and he basically was using Trump chanting points. 
about he needs to, we need to rid Minnesota of the swamp creatures. You know, well, the swamp would imply people who are embedded in politics. Well, Jim Schultz has never run for elected office ever. So this idea you're going to try to tie Jim Schultz to the swamp because Tad Jude, who has been in electoral politics for decades, is a pretty big leap. Just because you have people assisting Jim Schultz in his campaign that have won elections, it's silly. You know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of the desperation that Dave Hughes put forth. You remember Dave Hughes? He ran in Congressional District 7 against Colin Peterson in 2016 and 2018. Basically ran unopposed for the GOP nomination, went up against Colin Peterson, put up respectable showings both times, but the problem is Dave Hughes had no money, never raised a lot of money. And the the idea was if you can get a quality Republican candidate who has some fundraising prowess, some, a big name, you might have a chance against Colin Peterson. Enter Michelle Fishbach. Michelle Fishbach was the endorsed candidate in 2020 in Congressional District 7, and she ended up winning the primary because Dave Hughes decided to run in the primary. Because he, 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 I think he, too, uh, was alleging that the CD7 uh, endorsement process was rigged. And he ran against Michelle Fishbach, and his thing was he did, a big, he did this big hit piece on David Fitzsimmons, who was helping run Michelle Fishbach's campaign. Now, David Fitzsimmons had was part of the Tom Emmer campaign. You know, Tom Emmer was the gubernatorial Republican gubernatorial candidate in 2010, and he helped get Kurt Bills over the top for endorsement. Kurt Bills was the U.S. Senate candidate to oppose Amy Klobuchar in 2012. So David Fitzsimmons knows about this process. And Dave Hughes put out a, a mailer attacking David Fitzsimmons' time as a legislator when David Fitzsimmons advocated for same-sex marriage. As if that, and he tried to project that onto Michelle Fishbach. So I, I bring that story up to say that this is exactly the strategy Doug Wardlow is attempting. He's attempting to use people who have run successful campaigns, emphasis on successful and project that onto Jim Schultz, because where, where Wardlow is, where another thing he said, you know, that sounds straight out of Trump chanting points, is how the 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 endorsement process was rigged. Because see, after the first ballot, Wardlow had like forty six percent, Schultz had forty one percent, and Tad Jude was in a distant third with twelve percent. Well, Tad Jude then dropped out after the first ballot and coalesced behind Jim Schultz and said, Jim Schultz is the guy. I'm throwing my support behind him. I encourage my supporters to do the same as well. And all of a sudden, Jim Schultz went from 41% to 58%. Doug Wardlow fell from like 46% to 40 Then Wardlow dropped out, and then they basically, via acclamation, endorsed Jim Schultz. And Doug Wardlow is citing that as dirty tricks and rigging the election. I mean, come on. Doug is smarter than that. He's been part of this process before. This idea that he doesn't know how this works. You can say what you want about the backroom deals and the brokering among candidates and whatnot, but the fact of the matter is that's how the process works. And you knew that going in. And you knew that back in February when on our colleague Jack Tomzak's radio show, 
You said that the grassroots deserve a voice, and therefore you're abiding by the endorsement. You said that prior to the endorsement. And then after you lost endorsement, you told a journalist, a media person, that Bloys Olson, that you were not going to a primary. Then a few hours later, you're saying, well, I'm going to take some time to reconsider. And then all of a sudden on Tuesday, you come out with a video with these crazy conspiracy theories and allegations. And that's the reason. That's how you're going to excuse away you going back on your word. We've got a lot more to say about this in the upcoming segment. And we're available to take your phone calls. 651-289-4488. That is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show. And we do have our live stream up and running at our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page. So check us out there as well. Brad Carlson, The Closer, coming back with another segment on the broadcast. Go nowhere. Salmon fishing in Alaska at an amusement park in Green Bay or taking a stroll through Loring Park. We're where you are. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Do you have sunken concrete around your home, leaving you with trip hazards or causing water to run back to your foundation? Hi, I'm John Lamore, owner of Expert Concrete Raising. We raise settled concrete using a high-density polyurethane foam, which is a more permanent solution than mud jacking. Polyurethane foam cannot be washed away, and it doesn't shrink or deteriorate over time. If it's concrete, we can raise it. Get it done right the first time. For a free estimate, contact a second-generation concrete raising business at expertconcreteraising.com. Dr. Gorka here, and you know me. I am very cynical about products, especially those that claim to help people suffering from pain. So when I tell you that Relief Factor truly works, I want you to know that I mean it. I suffered from a stiff lower back for almost a decade, one so painful it made it difficult to kneel in church on Sundays. When I finally decided to give Relief Factor a try, I didn't ever imagine that I would find myself free of the pain. But that's what happened. Happened. Now I take Relief Factor every day. Almost 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it worked for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick start for the discounted price of only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. Feel the difference. Learn how thousands of smart homeowners are investing about a dollar to avoid expensive home repair bills. John, a former non-customer, said, My air conditioner broke and I had to spend $1,900 to fix it. Jeff, a customer, wrote, My air conditioner broke and I got a new one at no out-of-pocket cost. Mary, a former non-customer, wrote, My heating system stopped running. I had to spend $3,000 to get a new one. Lisa, a customer, wrote, My heater stopped working. I got it fixed at no out-of-pocket cost. For about $1 a day, you can have all the major appliances and systems in your home guaranteed fixed or replaced with HSC's home warranty coverage. Call now, and the first month is free. If the lines are busy, please call back. 800-824-3853. 800-824-3853. That's 800-824-3853. 800-824-3853. 
You listen every day. I never miss it. So now it's time for you to join the conversation. Who, me? Like AM 1280 The Patriot on Facebook and share your thoughts with like-minded conservatives. You can also enter to win prizes, learn about upcoming events, and more. Hey, welcome back. AM 1280 The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Thanks for tuning in. She's a good girl. 651-289-4488. That's the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show. For any comments or questions. And check us out on our live stream on our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page where Wild Wilson, as always, is checking in. Wild, appreciate it. Uh, Wild says it's also cool down in Texas. 74 degrees? Yeah, that's pretty cool for this time of year down in Texas. So, hey, maybe we'll, the whole country's going through a cool front. Who's to say? But, uh, Wild, appreciate you tuning in as always, sir. Uh, continuing my uh, weighing in on Doug Wardlow breaking his promise to abide by the Republican Party of Minnesota endorsement. And running in a primary uh, during the break, I was kind of rewatching uh, Doug's video again, and just the uh, pathetic attempt to smear delegates and those who are helping with the Schultz campaign and talking about, you know, they, the fix was in, uh, they brokered a backroom deal. It's like, come on, Doug, you've been involved with the political process before. You honestly didn't know that that's how conventions work. That candidates who drop out will throw their support behind another candidate in order to get an endorsement. You honestly don't know that that's how that works. I, I just absolutely despicable. But I, I'd forgotten he had said this part about how the how the fix was in and the swamp creatures got their way. Fifty eight percent of the delegates voted for Jim Schultz on the second ballot. You're trying to tell me that all of those people are swamp creatures? I mean, again, nearly 60% of the people at this convention were first-time convention goers. That's the antithesis of the swamp. These are people, again, brand new to the process. And you're just going to denigrate? You're going to denigrate the whole process? No, again, I've been very upfront in saying that I believe there should just be a June primary where all of the candidates who want to run in the general election, you know, uh, register their campaigns, run a campaign up to the June primary, and whomever emerges as the Republican nominee in the June primary, that's who's going to be our candidate in the general election. And then they have a five solid months to run a general election campaign. Whereas with this process, you go through the endorsement battle. Inevitably, candidates are not going to abide by the endorsement. There's going to be a primary anyhow. And then you have the August primary, which at times can be kind of bruising. And then all of a sudden, you only have three short months then to focus on the general election. Whereas the DFLer, you know, they always have the advantage. The DFLer, they don't defend their endorsement as well as the Republicans. But where the DFLers have the advantage is... Big money, independent expenditures that are always going to fund whomever the DFLer is that emerges. Republicans don't have that luxury, even the endorsed candidate. So, again, putting aside my personal preference for a June primary, 
The fact of the matter is what you saw in Rochester for the Republican Party of Minnesota State Convention, that that's the least swampiest it's ever been. And to just write those people off as swamp creatures, that's not the best way to uh, start a primary contest there, Doug. And another thing that he had talked about is he invoked Dennis Smith. Dennis Smith, who's been on this broadcast a couple of times, another Republican candidate for attorney general, he had said from day one, he wasn't going even going to go to the convention. He was going to bypass the endorsement process because he felt like he wanted to reach other voices outside of the Republican grassroots. Nothing personal against the Republican grassroots, but he felt like there was a larger swath of voters he wanted to appeal to, and it may not necessarily be aligned with the beliefs of you know, the Republican grassroots. Like that or not, I at least respect that he said up front he's not abiding. And yet Doug Wardlow tried to use Dennis Smith. He's like, well, you know, Dennis Smith has said he's going to a primary. Why is that okay? But all of a sudden I, start, I, I suggest running in a primary and I'm the bad guy. Well, because, Doug, he never said he was going to abide by the endorsement like you did. And he didn't go back on his promise like you did. Well, as you might expect, uh, the reception to Doug running in a campaign was not very well received by uh, either – Jim Schultz, the endorsed candidate, nor the state party. I'll read Jim Schultz's statement. Uh, Doug Wardlow made commitment after commitment to end his campaign if he was not endorsed in last weekend's Republican convention. He was not endorsed. In fact, he was ultimately beaten decisively. Through a hard-fought campaign, I always stated that I respect Doug Wardlow. With his announcement, Doug has lost my respect and that of the hundreds of thousands of Republican Party faithful who took him at his word. There's nothing more representative of the establishment swamp than a career politician who fails to honor his promises. Well, to be fair, I think Doug served one term in the Minnesota House and he ran for uh, attorney general in 2018. So while Jim has never held elected office, uh, I don't know that Doug is a career politician, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, Doug has now lost three consecutive elections. Should he move forward with his plans, we will make it four consecutive elections in August. We will then decisively beat Keith Ellison in November and restore public safety to our state. And then the Republican Party of Minnesota, this is from Executive Director Mike Lonergan. The Republican Party of Minnesota released a statement below in response to Wardlow's decision to continue his campaign for Attorney General. Not only did Doug Wardlow publicly commit to abiding by the party's endorsement, Wardlow promised the MNGOP Nominations Committee that he would abide by the party's endorsement. At the time, we assumed Doug Wardlow to be sincere, but sadly, it seems it was an empty promise. We asked Doug Wardlow to honor the commitment he made to delegates and respect their decision by ending his campaign for attorney general. If he does not, the Republican Party of Minnesota is 100% committed to defending our endorsement in the primary. Well, if all that isn't bad enough, uh, Bloys Olson's morning take I uh, had a put uh, this out on Tuesday morning. A longtime uh, Doug Wardlow advisor, Billy Grant, and Arsenal Media Group will part ways with Wardlow over his primary campaign. So Billy Grant was a, was with the Wardlow campaign in 2018 that almost defeated Keith Ellison for attorney general. If If you're losing your top advisor over this decision, and you're not the endorsed candidate, which means you're not going to have any money of any kind, how, how do you expect to run a competitive primary? 
So, I, again, I've said for months now, well, I've said it for years, actually, that if Minnesota Republicans are to break their losing streak in statewide elections, I mean, this year's AG race is statistically the best opportunity they've had in years. But if Wardlow upsets that apple cart, like he did in 2018, with a loss to a vulnerable Keith Ellison, uh, due to his lack of integrity, it would be sadly indicative of the dysfunction that has dogged this party for two decades. Now, I, I know this is something that the DFLers are rejoicing over. And I, and I know this because when, when uh, the Morning Take Twitter account put out on Friday evening, May 13, that Doug Wardlow was not reiterated his des- decision to not run in a primary because he lost endorsement, there were a good number of DFLers, prominent DFLers that responded to that saying, oh, man, that sucks, that's a bummer, da, 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 because they privately know that if the Republicans just can focus all of their energy on one candidate to go against Keith Ellison, that he's very much in trouble. I mean, the polls don't lie. But I think the one thing that really sealed Doug Wardlow's fate, the last bargaining chip he had, the last excuse he had was, well, Dennis Smith has said he's going to a primary. Why is it okay for him and not me? Well, as I said, Dennis Smith had never said otherwise. Well, Dennis Smith, on Tuesday evening, came out with a statement saying that now I'll just read a couple paragraphs because I've only got about a minute left. And now is not the time for division. It is time for a unified Republican effort to reclaim the Minnesota AG's office. I want to thank you, my supporters, and my campaign staff who have made this effort both possible and enjoyable. My commitment to the people of Minnesota remains strong, and I look forward to new and exciting opportunities to serve in the future. Now, this was after uh, he had indicated that uh, he is uh, suspending his campaign, ending his campaign for Minnesota Attorney General, and throwing his support behind the endorsed Republican Party of Minnesota candidate Jim Schultz. So even though Dennis Smith had said from day one he's going to completely bypass the endorsement process altogether, even he is now dropping out of the race and putting Minnesota's needs and priorities over his own personal ambitions. So kudos to Dennis Smith. So Doug's out of excuses, and uh, he's going to probably get beaten like a drum uh, in the August primary if he even sticks it out that long. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. Brad Carlson, the closer, with another segment on the broadcast. Coming back in mere moments. Go nowhere. I appeal to you to fight. I fully recognize not everyone has a fighting nature, but everyone can help fighters. What's wrong is not to do either. If the troops have no supplies, the troops are worthless. This station is a fighter. So there's a very simple way for you to help this station, and that is just patronize their sponsors. Help us continue to keep the Twin Cities right by supporting the local businesses you hear on this station. This is an important notice to consumers facing $10,000 or more in credit card debt, medical bills, or other unsecured debt. You're not required to pay it all back because there are special programs now in effect that will significantly reduce the amount you will owe if you qualify. This is not bankruptcy or a debt consolidation loan. These programs, which the credit card companies like to keep secret, exist to aid American consumers struggling with overwhelming credit card debt by offering tremendous savings and real debt relief. Accredited Debt Relief has established a special hotline for you to call and learn what savings you qualify for. 
They've helped qualify consumers with over a billion dollars in debt and are A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. So don't wait. Get the relief you need during these hard economic times. For this free information, call the Accredited Debt Relief Hotline now. Call 800-786-2300. 800-786-2300. That's 800-786-2300. Education is absolutely the most critical decision you can make for your children. To get half off, it's a no-brainer. Hi, I'm Jeff. Hi, I'm Trish, his better half, and we're from Oakdale. We wanted a strong Christian school with conservative values. The half-off tuition program was better than we could have ever imagined for our family. I asked the station several times to make sure that I understood that there weren't strings attached, and, and there were no strings attached. The impact on our kids has been amazing. Their critical thinking is stronger, and they're better equipped for life. Yeah, the power of the Christian education is that our children can make their decisions and their sound decisions, and it just makes them better adults. Send your child to a private school for half the cost for their first year. No strings attached. For details and participating schools, visit TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. What does it mean to be a Christian woman in our current culture? How does your faith in Christ relate to the world around you? At times, being a Christian can seem like an overwhelming task in today's busy and challenging landscape. That's why you should visit iBelieve.com, a site designed for Christian women. Whether you're looking for insight, conversation starters for your church group, or just an uplifting message, you'll find it at iBelieve.com. Visit iBelieve.com, a division of Salem Media Group. Hey, welcome back. AM twelve eight of the Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Thanks as always for tuning in. Uh, off the field and into our studios, folks. Join us in welcoming Michelle Tafoya to AM twelve eighty the Patriot. The Emmy Award winning former NBC sideline reporter is now the host of our brand new podcast entitled Sideline Sanity. It debuts tomorrow. May 23rd, and focuses on life, politics, and world news from Michelle's unique perspective. We're definitely excited for the rest of the country to get to know her as well as we do here in Minnesota. So, folks, be sure to keep a close eye on am1280thepatriot.com for details and the debut episode. So with that uh, impeccable segue, we welcome to the Northern Alliance Radio Network right now the aforementioned Michelle Tafoya. Michelle, an honor to have you on the broadcast. How are you? Well, thank you so much for having me and plugging my new podcast starting tomorrow. First guest, Bob Costas. So it's going to be an interesting conversation. Oh, fantastic. Well, we look forward to that. Yeah, I've been a longtime uh, admirer of, of Bob's uh, way back when he was doing the Game of the Week on MSNBC back in the 80s and 90s. So, yeah, definitely look forward to that. Uh, Michelle, you've been in the uh, Twin Cities for quite some time now. I, I remember your stint uh, at KFAN. I remember a friend of mine and I went out, I think it was to Joe Sensors on a Monday night. Oh, yeah. You were doing a show with Chris Carter. Fun times, Michelle DeVoya. Yeah. Those were fun times. Chris was in a mood that correlated with whether they won or lost. But that was my assignment, uh, was to go host the Chris Carter show with Chris at Sensors there off uh, 494 in France. In in Bloomington, I guess, and and um, yeah, it was a two hour show. And if the Vikings were coming off a win, it was super fun. Mm-hmm. If the Vikings were coming off a loss, 
it wasn't quite as fun, at least for me, because right. Chris was never happy when they lost, and or he should he have been. But anyway, it was it was a good time. Now, were you hosting the show? I it was I think it was the end of the ninety five season where he basically lit into the coaching staff for not allowing him to break his record from the previous year. Uh, and not focusing on the fact, oh, by the way, your team missed the playoffs. That probably is a little bigger priority, Chris Carter. <laughs> were, were you hosting that show? Because I just remember he just yeah. went off for an hour on the coaching staff. <laughs> you know what? I, I wish I could remember every show that I hosted. And the fact that you remember it means it was probably, whether you liked it or not, it was an entertaining show. So that's important. I hope I was involved with that. I can't. I honestly can't remember. Well, fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, obviously, there's. Uh, we remember your time with uh, KFN. Obviously, you had a stint here with the KQ uh, Morning Show. Uh, how many? Now, how long was it? You were on uh, on the NBC, NBC sidelines for Sunday Night Football. I know they started in 2006. You weren't there for the duration, were you? No, I wasn't there in the beginning. Okay. Andrea Kramer preceded me there. Um, so I, the last 10 seasons I've done, it, it feels like longer than that. I thought it was 11, but I think it's 10. Uh, prior to that, I was still on Monday Night Football on ESPN. And that is where I met Al Michaels and John Madden and our great producer, okay. Fred Gadelli and our director, Drew Essikoff. And we were all on Monday Night Football together, which then – went from ABC on Monday nights to ESPN on Monday nights. Right. And the whole crew left me for NBC and I was still at ESPN ABC. So, uh, but I rejoined them later and it was phenomenal. Yeah, it was a, it was definitely a, a lot of fun memories uh, watching you on the, on the sidelines, whether it was Sunday night football. And I know you had an opportunity to do some Super Bowls. Now I remember one in particular, this would have been Super Bowl 49 uh, down in Arizona, Seahawks and Patriots. And I remember this distinctly. You know, Malcolm Butler was the big hero of that Super Bowl, the interception at the goal line at the last second to preserve the win for the Patriots. And I saw you have his – your I think your hand was on his shoulder. You were holding a notepad and a microphone. And somehow, Michelle Defoe, you kept up with him as he was running onto the field celebrating and yeah. conducted the interview. You must be in great shape. You didn't even sound out of breath or anything. I was so impressed by that, Michelle Defoe. I just wanted to share that moment with you. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> that, is one of the, that is one of the most memorable moments of my career because I remember the interception. I remember the staggering surprise of it all. I remember I was behind Bill Belichick and his hands went in the air like, you know, then Malcolm Butler came to the bench. He was talking to their defensive coordinator. They were hugging and it was my job from that moment on to stalk this kid and make sure that I got the interview. So I'm standing there with him and I'm I'm going like, guys, throw it to me, throw it to me. And Al and Chris are sort of wrapping up by the time Al threw it to me. Well, Malcolm decided he wanted to go join his teammates, sure. so he started running away, and I had to chase him down. But it, uh, I have still never looked back at that and seen it, so I'll take your word for it. But, yeah, it was, uh, <laughs> it was something else. Yeah, absolutely. Well, obviously, being in the, in, in the spotlight you are, and uh, I know it's become more and more in vogue for whether it be media personalities, athletes, or whatever – you know, to kind of share their worldview, whether it be politics or, or social issues. And predominantly, you know, maybe it's my own bias, but predominantly it seems like more of the uh, of the left side of the aisle. You obviously being on the other side, Michelle Tavoya, what kind of balancing act did you have to play throughout your media career? I mean, were you given a directive to kind of walk that fine line or were you able to maybe branch out and kind of express your views? Because I, I imagine it had to be quite a balancing act. 
Well, it was, and it's funny. People remember K-Fan and they remember KQ, but I spent two years on WCCO radio doing the afternoon drive show, and I think people very clearly learned my my viewpoint there. I would call myself a libertarian. Um, that's that's what I am. I you know that it, that's very to me middle of the road. I don't know how other people view it, but sure. um, so I, no one ever questioned anything I did on the radio. None of my employers ever did, ABC, ESPN, NBC. Uh, But once I got to Sunday Night Football and things started to get, in 2016 in particular, very political on the field, off the field, um, I I did have to kind of temper the things that I wanted to say. Now, here's where I respected that. Sunday Night Football was the number one show on television Mm -hmm. for the whole time I was there. And that was an extremely valuable property for NBC. They wanted to protect that property in every way, shape, and form, and I respected that. So never did I do anything during those games that I that would have um, hurt the property. Right. When I was away from it, they, I asked permission, hey, I want to go host the, you know, I want to go talk to the Elephant Club, or I want to host the Lincoln-Reagan dinner, or whatever it might have been. They would say, they would kind of give me the wink of, you know, don't go off the rails and go have a good time. So I did a lot of things. Um, but, you know, uh, it, it yes, there is a fine line to walk when you are you have a responsibility, first and foremost, to your team and to the show. I, I and I remember in particular, I mean, I I have obviously was familiar with your career, as I alluded to back to the KFN days. And of course, when you were with Monday Night Football and then Sunday Night Football. So. I never really gleaned your politics until uh, the two until th- two thousand eight, and I remember that year because it was, of course, the presidential race: Barack Obama, John McCain, and I forget what capacity you were in at, at that point. But you were on Dan Barrero's KFAN show, and somehow it delved into Barack Obama's chatting with Joe the plumber and how they tried to yeah. denigrate Joe the plumber because he wasn't a licensed plumber, yeah. and that somehow invalidated his question about Barack Obama's spread the wealth mentality and. All of a sudden, you were very dogged in your defense of Joe the Plumber. Like, oh, okay, yeah. uh, I, yeah. I like this. This is entertaining. <laughs> I remember that. Where is Joe the Plumber these days? Anyway, yes, I do remember that that discussion, quote unquote, with Dan Barrero yeah. about that about that issue. I thought Joe the Plumber was representing most of America in that conversation, and so yes, I did defend him, but. Yeah, it's funny. You know, even until this past six months, there are people who told me I never knew you leaned conservative or and good because that's Mm -hmm. the way I wanted to play it out. But now uh, I am honestly one of the reasons I left the NFL, left sports broadcasting. It's, It's been something I've wanted to do for a long time. The timing just was never perfect. You know, it was always, oh, just get us through this next Super Bowl or, oh, just, you know. So they kept reeling me back in again. But um, it was a matter of I wanted to speak out on some of these issues. I I love this country. I know it's got its flaws. I know it's not perfect. I still love it because of the potential and the possibility that it has for every single one of its citizens. And I just saw things going wrong and conversations going badly and incivility taking over and divisions erupting. And I thought, there's got to be a way to help this situation. I, I'm, I'm one person. I realize that. But I wouldn't be able to live with myself if I 
quote unquote, sat on the sidelines during all of that and didn't speak out and didn't try to help the country that my Hispanic dad from an immigrant family loved so dearly and cherished his freedom in and taught me to love this country as well and proved there were reasons to love this country, not just indoctrinated me into some sort of blind passion. It's, it's, I've done a lot of studying. I've been a lot of places in this world. I know what this place is and what it can be more importantly. And I just like to help nudge it along. That's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, how did, how about this opportunity that came about? Obviously we want to f- focus on the last few minutes here that your podcast entitled uh, sideline sanity again, d- debuting tomorrow, May 23rd. Uh, was this something that you proactively sought out, kind of put the feelers out there, credentials out there? Or did Salem come to you personally? I mean, uh, how did this particular opportunity come about, Michelle Tafoya? I, I, I've been talking to Salem for a number of years here in Minnesota, okay. and there was a time where we talked about doing a show on, on the local station, and it just didn't work out. Okay. But I did proactively look for a situation that I wanted, and this is part of that situation. I want a place where people can tune in if they want, and they don't have to if they don't want. But certainly I wanted a place where I could talk to guests, where I could voice my opinions. And in this this timing and this fit worked out really well. Fantastic. Well, as we alluded to, uh, folks, if you want to keep an eye on am1280thepatriot.com for details in the debut episode, you can certainly do that. Uh, Michelle, do you have a, uh, do you have any insight, uh, uh, any information you could share about where people could find this on a wide network? Is it where you could find all your uh, favorite uh, podcasts? So where else could people maybe yeah, check I, this out? I think they're going to be able to find it wherever they get their podcasts. It'll be there. So just search for it under Michelle with one L, Tafoya, or Sideline Sanity, Salem, Salem Media Network, wherever, you know, you, you search for your podcast, search for us there, you'll be able to find it. And uh, we are so excited. This first week, I've got, as I said, Bob Costas. The next day, I have Kennedy from Fox Business News. She, former MTV VJ. Yes. She is a whip-smart, absolutely hysterical person. I met her back in 1998. Uh, CBS hired her to do the, the Olympics in Nagano, where I was working as well. That's the first time we met. Then on the Wednesday, we have Tyrus, who's out with a new book. and It's a sensational book. I recommend it. And then Thursday, Tony Dungy will be my guest. We'll be talking about fathers in the home and it's all just a lot of questions from my part i like i'm curious i like to ask questions and i hope the resulting conversation is going to be stuff that people can learn something from that's that's it oh absolutely yeah and, and given your background in sports and talking to coaches the one thing yeah i remember you conveying is like you know i talked to coach belichick one thing he emphasized is important that the team gets off to a fast start. Well, Michelle, in the podcasting genre, it's important you get off to a fast start. And, boy, hearing that guest lineup, you certainly have accomplished that. So we're very excited to check it out. Yeah. Again, Michelle Tafoya, her podcast, Sideline Sanity. Uh, Just do a search, uh, am1280thepatriot.com, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Check this out. I know I will as well. Michelle Tafoya, an honor to have you on the broadcast. Thank you so much. It's my honor. Thank you. You bet. And uh, best of luck with this venture going forward. And have a great rest of your weekend. We appreciate it. You too. Thanks a lot. AM1280, the Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network. One final segment coming up this hour. Go nowhere. AM1280, 
1280 The Patriot. Soaking up the sun in Fiji, walking through the sculpture garden in Minneapolis, or standing in awe at the Grand Canyon. We're where you are. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. I'm sure glad you're my sister, Addie. Yep, you're my best buddy. Mom says you were their little surprise. What would we do without you? Well, you'll probably get your own gum. Yeah, that's true, but you're worth it. Hello, my name is Carrie. I work with Pro-Life Across America, the billboard people. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of alternatives to abortion or needs post-abortion assistance or would like to support the life-saving work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773 or check us out online at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America, educational, non-political, and tax-deductible. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. Pro-Life Across America, the billboard I think we all know that the real estate market has been a little crazy lately. And if you're looking to get into a new home before interest rates go up, now is the time to do so. I've got a thousand reasons why you should get into that new home and lock in with United Faith Mortgage. Those thousand reasons are put in the form of dollars. United Faith Mortgage will now be paying $1,000 of your closing costs as well as no out-of-pocket funds for appraisal fees. You see, United Faith Mortgage is part of a bigger company who is a direct lender, which means our company gets to use their own money to make their own decisions within their own walls. There's no middleman for you. That advantage allows you to often get a better rate, which can save you monthly and lifelong money. Faith and family are at their core, and they'll treat you fairly. For more information, visit them online at unitedfaithmortgage.com. That's unitedfaithmortgage.com. United Mortgage Court, Melbourne, New York. NMLS number 1330. Ryan Varecka, NMLS number 65233. Dad, guess what? What? You are going to be a grandfather. That's great. Not too long ago, moments like this with my daughter would have been a challenge. It was a long road for me to find myself again after Vietnam. It was my neighbor Jim, another Vietnam veteran, who finally convinced me that I could still connect with my family and find that fulfilling life I'd lost. And I went for help down at the VA. If I can take that first step after almost 50 years, I know other veterans can too. Visit maketheconnection.net to find out more. Join the Patriot Freedom Fan Club for prizes, contests, quizzes, and more. Plus, get exclusive access to pre-sale tickets to events. It's free to join. So visit am1280thepatriot.com today. Hey, welcome back. AM1280 Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. One final segment this hour. Yeah, we only got a few minutes. So if you'd like to give us a call, 651-289-4488. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show for any comments or questions. And again, we have our uh, Facebook page up and running uh, Northern Alliance at the Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page. So leave a comment or question there as well. Our good friend, Wild Wilson, we see that he's viewing and commenting as always. Appreciate that, uh, Wild. He said uh, it was a, that was uh, neat with Michelle. Yeah, I've been a longtime admirer of Michelle Tafoya, going all the way back to, like I say, I, this was 1994 
when I first heard her on KFAN, she was doing a lot of stuff with Vikings coverage, doing the Chris Carter show uh, on Monday nights, and my buddy and I went out to censors. I didn't want to say this to Michelle because I didn't want it to come off as creepy, um, but back in 1994, before the Internet was ubiquitous or before it was really around that much, yeah, we wanted to go see Chris Carter, but it's like I wanted to see what this lady looked like behind the voice because I heard Michelle Tafoya's voice in KFAN, but I wanted to see what she looked like, not you know as a creepy stalker type of way or anything like that. I'm just, just curious. You know, you're curious to know what people look like when you hear them on a radio every day. Now, now with the Internet and websites and websites promoting radio shows, you know what everybody looks like, and with, you know, video casts like we have on our Facebook live stream, you know what everybody looks like. But uh, I didn't want to, again, didn't want to say that to her because I, I, you know, I just, I had a feeling it might come off as creepy, which it absolutely was not. My buddy and I were more there to see Chris Carter anyways. I'm just genuinely curious what uh, Michelle looked like. So, uh, yeah, I was, uh, I remember that. That was at the end of the 95 season when Chris Carter was told he was going to get an opportunity to break a single season receptions record that he set in 1994, and he didn't get a chance to do that, and he was going off on the coaching staff about that. Um, but instead, when the Vikings lost their regular season finale, when they blew like a 21-point lead, it's like, well, you do realize your team choked away a 21-point lead and thus cost you a spot in the playoffs. That isn't more important than your record. And it had to hurt even more because Carter tied his record from the previous year at 122 catches, but Herman Moore of Detroit actually got his 123rd reception at the end of 1995. So Carter was even more irked about that. So I, I can understand why he would be a little more surly after a loss than a victory. Uh, and so, but Hey, Michelle seemed to enjoy that aspect of it. Uh, we only have a few minutes left. Yeah. Why don't we go ahead and take this call on line one? Uh, Pat is in Minneapolis. Pat, go ahead. You're on the Northern Alliance radio network. Yes. Hi. I hope that you might be able to explain this. Uh, I think a lot of people do not know about the PCR. And my question, too, is if people can donate through that and go to the uh, state GOP, doesn't the state GOP help with that um, race where Wardlow is contesting the AG race? Wouldn't they help support, wouldn't those extra funds help support Schultz then or not? And then if you could explain that to others, because there's lots of people that aren't aware of it. Yeah, and that but, would be a way of getting our tax dollars and giving it to the GOP. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm not, yeah. Thanks, Pat. Appreciate the call. I'm not. A, I'm not a big fan of it, but it is available. Yeah, uh, PCR political uh, contribution refund, I believe, is what it stands for. Where, as an individual, you can donate fifty dollars, or as a couple, if you donate a hundred dollars to a candidate in a state race, not not federal, not in the federal races, but a state race. Uh, the state of Minnesota reimburses those funds. Not the state party doesn't have anything to do with that. So if you donate uh, fifty dollars, you know, or or a hundred dollars as a couple, then the campaign to whom you donate, they give you a receipt saying so and so. You know, like my wife and I, Mister and Missus Carlson, donated a hundred dollars to this campaign, and so then my wife and I would, uh, you know, just fill out a form that is available via the state of Minnesota and then attach that receipt, mail it in, and then you get that money refunded to you. But it's only one time. Okay. So yeah, if you support Jim Schultz for attorney general and you have, as long as you haven't donated to his campaign already, then yeah, you can donate to his campaign. If you're an individual $50 or if you're a married couple, a hundred dollars, and then get that reimbursed to you. 
So, yeah, that's available. But state party doesn't have anything to do with it. Uh, it's just the state of Minnesota reimburses you for it. So, uh, yeah, that's a, that's a great question, Pat. And I know that's one thing, you know, it's, as much as Republicans, we rail on any kind of tax subsidies of campaigns. The fact of the matter is Republicans in Minnesota can't really compete with the big money that the DFL brings in because they've got all these big independent expenditures, particularly uh, public employee unions, that sort of thing. So it's hard to compete with that. So this is one small way that they can. Uh, my wife and I, I think we used, we did have our, utilize our PCR for 2021, but not 2022 as yet. So I think, you know, again, it's once per year. So yeah, we'll have to decide uh, who to, who to use it for. But yeah, that's a, that's a great question. And folks can find out more about it. If you just want to Google state of Minnesota PCR, it'll probably take you to the state of Minnesota website or department of revenue website, one of the two, and it'll give you a little more insight as to how that works. But yeah, that is certainly an option that is available to you. Um, but that's the most you can be reimbursed. Now you can, if you have the wherewithal, you can donate a maximum amount to, you know, different candidates, but, um, yeah, that, that certainly is an option available. So yeah, that's something where Republicans are, are definitely a challenge. Certainly is the fundraising aspect of it. But, uh, you know, Dr. Jensen has, uh, garnered some nationwide support. So, uh, hopefully that can, uh, carry over into this cycle. So with that, Folks, that's hour number one in the books. Hour number two coming back in mere moments. AM twelve eighty the Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Coming up in the next segment, top of the two o'clock hour, firearms expert and Archway Defense founder Peter Johnson to talk about the tragedies that took place in Buffalo, New York, Santa Ana, California a couple weeks ago. Back in a few. Spring means new beginnings and growth. So let's get your business's seeds planted with Salem Surround. Let us help your website bring you the leads your business needs to thrive. Let's make sure people find you faster and easier on the web. Our amazing team of media strategists are here to serve you with boots on the ground and real-world expertise. We live right here and know the communities you're trying to reach. We're media strategists, and we're very, very good at what we do. So let's grow together. Learn more at surroundmsp.com. Your guests will be impressed when you serve them round ice cubes with their cold drinks. Hi, it's PJ from PJ's Appliance. Check out our new LG refrigerators that feature an automatic ice maker that creates bar-quality sphere ice. The slow-melting round ice cubes make every drink taste better. This little detail can make you the best party host on the block. Craft clear sphere ice right from your new LG refrigerator from PJ's Appliance. You know we take great pride in separating ourselves from those overpriced big box stores. How? By simply providing over-the-top customer service and great quality appliances at unbeatable prices. Come see why PJ's Appliance Outlets have quickly become the trusted store for brand new scratch and dent appliances. You'll save hundreds, even thousands of dollars on brand new name brand refrigerators, ovens, washers, dryers, dishwashers, and so much more. Visit our showrooms in Plymouth or Maplewood or find us online at pjsapplianceoutlet.com. That's pjsapplianceoutlet.com, where every deal is a steal. 
Dr. Gorka here, and I want to talk to you for a minute about 100% drug-free Relief Factor. I've been taking Relief Factor for years now to help me deal with pain in my body. My wife takes it as well. The reason we tell everyone uh, we know about it is simple. We found it really works to help our bodies fight off the inflammation that causes aches and pains. Whether it's the pain of injuries you've sustained or just the natural pains from the mileage over the years, Relief Factor can help. I've never looked back. Almost 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it works for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick start for the discounted price of only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. That's relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF. Feel the difference. You think a lot about your family, your friends, your favorite things to do, but you know what you don't think about? Who's your plumber? Hi, I'm Kayla from Champion Plumbing, and it's okay if the only time you think of us is when something happens, like your water heater quits on you. At Champion Plumbing, we can usually install a new water heater same day. Who's your plumber? Don't think, just call. Champion Plumbing, online at championplumbing.net. That's championplumbing.net. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.